I'm Christine Harriser. And I'm Bernhard Simek. And this is Short Take, a German film's podcast. There's a classic way to become a filmmaker. Christian Albert did not follow that path. He was born in 1974 in Seeheim, Jungheim. Growing up, he filmed with Super 8 and video cameras and found a like-minded crew of film geeks. They started the film magazine Extro, with Christian taking on the role as editor-in-chief at 19. Christian taught himself through various positions in the film industry, and in 1997, at the age of 23, he started his own production company, Surreal Entertainment. His second feature film, Antikapa, helped cement his talent for genre films. He was called to Hollywood, where he filmed Case 39 with René Zellweger and the science fiction thriller Pandorum with Dennis Quaid and Ben Foster. His return to Germany saw him direct several Tatort features, which is a popular prime-time crime serial in German TV, as well as several successful genre thrillers. He followed these with a stint as showrunner for his Netflix series Dogs of Berlin. His new series Lowborn premiered this summer on ZDF Neo. We talked to Christian via Zoom for this interview. Hi Christian, thank you for joining us today. Our podcast Short Take is meant to give our listeners a quick and better idea of you and your work. We're going to ask you 19 questions, some personal, some less so. There's no need to overthink the answers. Let's just have some fun. Let's dive right in. How would you describe your current state of mind or mood in three words? Oh, three words. Um, very cautiously optimistic. That sounds very good. What is your favorite way to spend time? Um, I think it's very easy to guess that one about me, but it is just like that. I'm, I'm that boring. I still love the cinema the most in the world. It's like a magic... Um, moment for me when the curtain opens and the movie is about to start. So that's my favorite thing in the world. Which brings us to what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, guilty pleasure. Um, should be something you're really guilty. It's probably making fun of my children. <laughs> you know, I have, I have many, so um, that usually gets a big laugh in the whole family. <laughs> what is the favorite job you've done? My favorite job, I think it's it's uh, not one singular movie or, or TV show, but it's actually um, building up my company so that I have more creative freedom, you know, because I, I've went to a lot of struggles in the just being an employee. And now for 12 years now, I'm, I'm basically my own boss. And that's a very hard job, especially right now with Corona and everything because I have employees and all that. So it's very difficult right now, but I'm also very proud that we're still here. What do you most cherish in your friendships? Um, honesty. I think, uh, I think in any relationship, uh, I have this, this absolute ideal that if you, if you're not honest with each other, then you might as well not just, just not be friends because You have to really have to feel like the other person knows you. And if I have to pretend to be someone that I'm not, then he doesn't or she doesn't really know me. And it's the other way around. And then I could just be alone because I'm pretending. So I, I know it's not 100% possible, but I try to go for the 99% honesty in all my relationships. That's very admirable. What are your real life heroes or people you admire? 
I think there, I mean, obviously there's filmmakers that, that I admire, but um, even though they're possibly more important for my work, I love to read um, books by skeptics and thinkers. I think um, it's super important and it gets more important nowadays to have these people with a clarity of mind and with sharp argumentative skills to really cut through all the bullshit and, and show us where we are wrong as a society. So, um, yeah, a lot of, you know, I, I used to be super religious and uh, that was kind of a prison of mind. And uh, it was really helpful to have some of these books available to, um, to become clear-headed. If you weren't a writer, director, producer, what would you be? Um, gas station attendant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, yeah, you said not to overthink it. And I worked as a gas station attendant for five years uh, um, while I was at school. So that's the first thing that jumps to my mind. I don't know. I never had a contingency plan. You know, I think that um, if you go with a crazy job idea like this, where the success rate is really bad and you don't have a huge chance, I think it was good to risk it all. And I would have been, if it, would have failed, which is very, very possible. I know this from looking back at it, that it, I was very lucky as well. So the crash was always a possibility. I think I would have just to pick up the pieces and make a plan then. I didn't have one. Which real-life or fantasy talent would you like to have? Oh, singing. I can't sing at all. Like, I'd sing a lot, but I can't. <laughs> so I'm torturing everybody. And wouldn't it be just nice if people would love for me to sing instead of just telling me to, to go to the shower or something? <laughs> What's the last book you read? Um, the Self-Illusion. I've just finished it. Um, it's, it's about how our idea of oneself is basically um, how our brain works, but it is an illusion. It's a storytelling device. It's very, it has a lot to do with storytelling, even though it's a scientific book about the brain. But uh, it's very interesting how we cast ourselves as a, as a hero in our own story and everything in our brain needs that. And do you have any favorite literary heroes or heroines? I have uh, a ton, um, but I, I do want to just be honest and, and tell you that I, even though I love some artistic literature. I also think that people like Stephen King or Stieg Larsson or, or these kind of books are really amazing and are very well made and very well written. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, it's someone I read all my life. So I could say Lessing or Goethe, which, you know, I've, I, I was I'm always really impressed when I read it. But if there's a new King book or, or something like that, I, I read it. So this guy has been with me for, I don't know, 40 years now. So... Probably Stephen King. <laughs> What's the last movie or TV series that you saw? The last movie is very simple because I watch a movie uh, usually every day with my kids. I have a, a home cinema, uh, like with a really big screen and everything. And yesterday we watched 12 Angry Men. Oh, okay. From Sydney Limit. Interesting yeah. choice. Yeah. No, I have to, you know, I have, I, there's every evening is dedicated to one um, person. And I pick the movie for them because obviously I know the movies and they don't. But I try to make one particular person very happy. And I knew that this was especially 
nice for my oldest son, who's 14 right now, and he loves those kind of movies. And he was super happy. He loved the film. So, yeah. The others liked it too, but, you know, it's always dedicated. You can't please everybody with the same movie. So, <laughs> And uh, do you have a favorite German film or series? Uh, yeah. The, the film, Das Boot. I think it's one of the best movies ever, and especially... German films, not only is it great, but look at all the actors that were found in this in this weird, extraordinary casting process. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the pictures where Wolfgang Petersen put the, uh, the mini boat on his wall and put all the actors to their working stations. I think he created so many stars and recognizable um, careers with that film. And it's still an amazing piece of work. And it's just so well done. I, I think it's perfect. That is very true. What is the last podcast you heard? Um, I don't listen to that many podcasts regularly. Um, it's just, you know, usually links that someone sends me. But there is one YouTube show that I listen to, even though it's with pictures, but I uh, listen to it uh, uh, at night. It's Red Letter Media. I don't know if you know these guys. They're just basically movie fans. Uh, somewhere in the Midwest of the U.S. And I don't know, I love their humor. I love how they talk about movies. Um, I, I've listened to them now for, I don't know how many years, six, seven years. And it, to me, it's like a podcast. But it's also um, in a weird way, because they don't know me, <laughs> like they're friends of mine. I don't know. It's just hanging out with them. It's a really nice podcast, kind of. Okay, I'll make sure to check that out. Um What do you like most about yourself? Um, that I'm quick on my feet. Like I usually don't panic in, in most situations and have an idea how to proceed or what to do or how to find a solution. What do you dislike about yourself? Um, I really, really hate about me that uh, even though people will never agree because I'm hiding it very well, And uh, I, I'm a high-functioning procrastinator. You know, like, I, I know I get a lot of stuff done and I people tell me that I work very hard, but nobody knows how much pain it is to not push anything off until later. Like, my first instinct every time is to, is to just maybe do it later. <laughs> it's really... It's really bad. And my wife is the opposite. You know, she's really in her natural instinct is to do something right now, even though she should rest, maybe. And uh, so I, I'm so jealous of her with that quality. What's the last thing you regret and why? I don't really uh, believe in regret. I think it's a weird concept because if you've, If you've done it the first time, it's because you had that, you had the state of mind and the knowledge at the time. And if you, if it was a mistake, it changed your knowledge and now you've grown. So, you know, maybe you wouldn't do it again the same way, but you can't regret it because you only know that because you've done it. So I, I hardly, I mean, there are little regrets when you hurt someone. That's probably, you know, that it makes you really feel bad. So I think that's kind of a, a regret if you know you've realized that you just hurt a person but professionally you know I've, at first i was thinking professionally like taking a job saying no to a job 
making decisions. So professionally, I, I don't really believe in regret. But personally, um, sometimes every you know sometimes one hurts another, and that's usually very regretful. Which random thing makes you happy? Oh, it's first thing that jumps to my mind is I had this lifelong dream of living by a lake, and I do that now. So every time I jump in the water, I'm super happy. And I think how amazing it is that I pulled that off because that was so, this was such a dream that other people have. You know, I would never believe that I can fulfill my dreams for some reason. And uh, this was one that I really were able to pull off. So now I'm, every day I'm going in the water with my kids and every day I, I'm really grateful and happy. Do you have a life motto? Uh, everything's temporary. The last question is a little bit left field, but um, how would you like to be remembered? Uh, like I just said, everything's temporary. So <laughs> I think <laughs> I, it used to be more bleak. My life motto would be translated, we're all dead in 100 years. And um, so that is the same motto in a way. It's It's just sometimes when you go through pain or you, or you think something is really important or you just agonize over a decision, you know, you'll certainly be dead. And everybody who will realize what you're doing is, will also be dead in, in 100 years. And uh, another 100 years, people won't, certainly most people won't remember you. And, you know, if you look at history, who do we remember? People like Nero who burned down Rome and, and stuff like that. So I don't believe I'm going to be remembered for very long. And I try to uh, be happy about it because it's less stress. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a lot of people think that it's very bleak, my motto, but I think it's really uh, a lot of pressure is taken away uh, from you. So um, Maybe it's important to me how my kids remember me when I'm not around anymore because that means um, that I've done a good job with them if they have fond memories. But, you know, I think everybody after that will not remember me and most other people as well. Okay, that was it. <laughs> Sorry for ending on a dark note. <laughs> That's perfectly okay. Thank you very much for talking with us today. Yeah, well, thank you. Short Take is produced by Christine Harrisa and Bernhard Zimek on behalf of German Films, the National Information and Advisory Center for the Promotion of German Films Worldwide. To find out more about Christian's work, check out the links in our show notes. To stay up to date with our episodes and help us get the word out, like, comment and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts.